This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial Partners. Welcome to today's show. If you're new, I would invite you to feel free to give Chris and I a call if you have a question you want to go a little deeper on at 719-210-4242. And also visit our website, www.nolanfinancialpartners.com. While you're at the website, you can click on the radio page because we record these shows and we do lots of educational topics. We talk about everything from Social Security to Medicare to IRAs and 401ks, SEPs and SIMPLES for those business owners out there. So there's going to be a show for you that's going to help you understand kinds of questions you should be asking because I think success in retirement starts with being able to ask good questions because there's a lot of information out there and it's about trying to sort through all the information to see what's applying for you. So please don't hesitate to reach out to Chris and I. You can set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. And then also while you're on the website and you're clicking on that radio page, you can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you get notified of these shows as they come up. So we're going to be talking today about working in retirement. And the reason we're going to talk about this is because a lot of people get really excited about the day of retirement and then retirement happens and they haven't made a plan and, you know, walks on the beach and playing golf. That's fun for a while, but usually people want a little more stimulation and interaction than that. So we're going to share some stories and some ideas from clients that I've had and, and different interesting facts about working in retirement. But before we jump into that, let me check in with my amazing co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today? Oh, Tara, I'm doing great. Uh, I've just had a great week. You got to spend some time with the fam and uh, see my folks. So that was great. And, you know, just keeping busy, still busy this week. And, and I noticed one thing, Tara, uh, I wonder if our viewers, those who actually watch the show on YouTube, will notice that you and I are wearing the exact same shirts we wore last week on last week's show. Do you think <laughs> they'll notice that? No, they will now, Tony. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I had to bring it up. I had to mention it. I had to call attention to it. Our radio folks, of course, they wouldn't have noticed. Um, But uh, but yeah, had I not mentioned it, they wouldn't have noticed. But I had to bring it up, Tara. I just couldn't stand it. Um, I'm like, wow, what a coincidence. So, uh, Tara, I have been great. How about you? What's going on over there with you and Chris? Uh, Tony, we are just staying busy. You know, life, it's just amazing. Like you get, I guess I keep thinking about in the fall time of year, it reminds me of school. You remember like when you were a kid and then even through college, there were like bookends. Like you went, you started school, you had your exams and then you finished and then you had the summer break and you yep. were, there was nothing. And then you started school again. And so you had like definite beginnings and ends. And, and now as a grown up, it just keeps going. Yes, it keeps going. <laughs> there's there's no like, like wait, it's fall already? There's, there's no check and go, okay, I accomplished that. 
And and like, I know in my head, that's good because right, if your business was done, then you wouldn't be able to keep making money. So you want it to keep going. But I, I miss that sense of like, um, finite things like here's my goal and check it off my list. Yes. And, and so we talked about, you know, last week about planning those, those trips you need to take because as an adult, there's just, there's not really spring break and summer break. Life just keeps going. And so if you don't carve out that time for yourself, then um, you have to do it. But that's kind of what we're talking about in today's show, Tony, is is I've had a lot of people, a lot of my clients, they cannot wait for retirement because I think it's this thing that builds up in our head. But what they find, almost all of them, is what they really wanted was just a good couple months off. They just wanted a really nice break. And then once that's happened, Tony, they're kind of bored because most of my clients have been busy, whether they were a stay at home mom taking care of a house full of kids or they were working for, you know, a high powered engineering firm or doing something in the military. People spend most of their adult lives engaged and their brain is active. Yeah. And they struggle when they retire and they haven't made a plan for what am I going to do to to keep that, what am I looking forward to? It's, I think it's almost part of the human condition that we want something to be looking forward to. Yeah. And after a few months, maybe six months or a year, they're like, oh, well, that's what I needed. I, I was burnt out. I needed a six month break. Now what? <laughs> right. I mean, you can't, you know, you can only binge watch so much or golf so much. Eventually. I can do a lot. I'm going to tell you. Yeah, that's true. I know. I know you can. In fact, speaking of that really quick, little sidetrack, but you've been writing a book. And you actually forwarded me uh, the web page that you're going to have or have for your book and just the cover, that website, it is awesome. And so I can't wait until you have the book and I know you're going to give it away to some listeners. Uh, and if people call in and set up a complimentary consultation, they get the consultation at no cost. They'll get the book. I can't wait to read the book. So we're looking at early next year, right? It is. So actually on uh, the 27th, of this month, the what month is it now? We're in September, the 27th yeah. of September. I'm getting it to the copy editor, and so so I'm I'm about to the rest of the, this whole next week. I'm going through the developmental edit phase. It's going to go to the copy editor, and they're going to have it for about a month. Then it's going to come back to me. I'm going to make my changes and updates. Then it's going to go back to the proofreader and the typesetter. So it's wow. it's company. It's just and I'm getting excited though because every pass of the book. It just keeps getting better. So I, I wanted to say a shout out to all my advanced readers out there. So I had 20 people look at my initial draft and I got their feedback, which was wonderful and said, you know, you need to talk more about charitable giving. You haven't, you know, you didn't, you went through the whole book and you didn't really talk about for those of us who are wanting to create that legacy and, and set things up for our family. I'm like, oh, of course, that's a big part of what we do. Yeah. It. And then, you know, some of the people were like, well, you went through this example and it got a little complicated. So um, can you just put a little more detail in there? So I understand that. And so I've done that. And then Tony, That's one of the good. big pieces of feedback was you've talked about this planning process and can you make a checklist for us? And I'm like, I was a pilot. Of course I can make a checklist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's like yeah. Second nature. So I really, this, one of the things about the book, Tony, is I believe that success in life comes when you form a good team around yourself. Yep. And book is about your financial success and creating that financial team around yourself because trying to do it by yourself is so hard. 
What? Yeah. You know, we don't do anything else in life alone. We don't, you don't play a sport by yourself. You're part of a team when you're at work, you don't do things by yourself. You have a team and it's, it's nutty to me that we think that we have to do our financial planning by ourselves Yeah. because there's nothing else we do in life by ourselves. Mm-hmm. And when you have that team around you, that's when you get success. Like you, you can get it done by yourself, but when you have people helping you, Tony, like the level is just, it, it explodes like how well you can do. Yeah. And I think some people out there might say, well, I don't want to spend the money to have a t- whole team. But uh, just by working with a good financial services professional in their firm, they have a team and they have back end people that they rely on also to help you. And, uh, you know, the money they can save you is going to be, it's going to be very cost effective in the long run. So uh, really quick for our listeners, before we really dive into today's topic, again, I think some people might want to get that plan in place. What's that phone number? Just right off the bat, let's uh, give our listeners that to set up that complimentary consultation. Sure, Tony. The number is 719-210-4242. That's 719-210-4242. And Tony, as I'm working on the book, I get so excited about helping people and like the case studies of different clients that I've worked with. It just, I keep proving over and over when you create a plan, a holistic plan for your success, you get better results. It just That's keeps true. happening. That's true. And, and uh, yeah, it is. Well, and it leads us to what we're talking about today, working in retirement. And, you know, I know you've talked about how there's a presumption that, you know, I think there's a presumption out there that everyone wants to practically sprint out of the office once they turn, you know, they hit 62 or 65 or 66. Boom. So they can begin immediately enjoying that kind of retirement they see in those stock photos. Right. Or they picture, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the the nice uh, sandy gray haired couple walking along the beach, holding hands. And they're like, that's going to be us. And uh, but we know that a lot of people really uh, might not want the stereotypical retirement or might, like you said, after six months, uh, get bored with it. They do, Tony. And, you know, one of the articles I came across was talking about some great jobs for retirees. And I love the teaching piece because for me, I'm a teacher at heart and and I love teaching, whether it was teaching dressage, horseback riding lessons or teaching people how to manage their money. I like that light bulb moment. And so one of the great gigs for a retiree, Tony, is to look at being an adjunct professor. Ah. So, you know, there's I know there's a lot of colleges and universities that offer that, you know, I know a lot of people that'll pick up a class here and there. And that's like a perfect thing to do in retirement because you have all this wisdom and experience and you you probably don't want to go back into a nine to five job in retirement. But how cool would that be is that you get to teach and share your wisdom and you have some flexibility and then you put a little extra money in the account. It's like one of those win, win, win situations. And and so teaching, I think, can be wonderful. I can tell you, Tony, that's exactly what my mom did. She was working at the med school and it was kind of like as a professor there, she also had to do clinic, she had to do hospital and she had to teach. So Uh it was like three jobs in one. And so she was getting a little burnt out. And what she looked at was she's she's like, I just, I'm too old now. I don't want to be doing the emergency room calls in the middle of the night. She's like, you know, I'm I'm almost 70 now. (laughs) I don't want to be getting up in the middle of the night. So what she did was kind of partially retire. So now she really does the teaching 
And so she gets to take all these young med students and share with them the knowledge. She was just sharing with me, she did their, their first testing and it's hard at the med school right now, right? Cause they're, they're wearing these masks and these face covers because it's medical school, right? So they're taking COVID seriously. Yeah. But they're having to do all this hands-on manipulation testing with all their masks. And and so she's able to be there and, and help them take that deep breath and go, okay, we're just here to learn how to help people. Sure. Don't be stressed out. And and what a great thing to do in retirement. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, and, and so I think teaching in retirement, passing on what you know, I think that's huge. I mean, there are a lot of great passionate uh, professors out there, but I think students really do sit up and pay attention when somebody with real world experience comes in uh, who has been doing it or doing a job that they might be interested in and has that insider's perspective, right? Exactly, Tony. So there's another way is is teaching at the kindergarten through um, 12, basically the high school level. Sure. That is amazing for those kids, especially like I think for the teenagers to see some role models, like you were saying, like people that have been out there and done it. Yeah, exactly. Like I can remember, like even being at the Air Force Academy, one of the cool things was like my chemistry teacher had worked in a lab and helped design those laser goggles that would protect your eyes. Uh, if they got hit by a laser and, you know, my um, aeronautical engineer teacher had been a test pilot. So, you know, when he was talking about the formula, he's like, here's what's going on in the plane. And so it it makes pretty, it's, it's a cool thing when you have real world experience and you can bring classroom setting. That's awesome. Well, you've experienced a lot. I mean, with uh, uh, Air Force Academy and flying planes, or uh, that's really amazing. So, um, you know, I, I just think that all these jobs, teaching especially, you, you could inspire young people to pursue the same career you spent so many years enjoying. And I think that that's rewarding, right? And we're talking about jobs that can also be rewarding. Well, and here's a cool job, Tony, that I, I didn't know about. If you go to healthadvocateresources.com, and this is a, a role where you can actually have like, you know, 15 or 20 clients, and it can pay between 150 to $400. And what you do is you help advocate for people because, you know, think about all the people out there that don't have family or they don't have family close. And what a great rewarding thing you could do with your time is to be a patient advocate to make sure that your client's medical needs and wishes are being met. And then you're going to get paid for your time. So again, it's one of those win, win, win things where you're helping somebody that needs help and it's part time. So you get to be in control of your life, right? Isn't that fun? Let's look. That's one of the best things about creating that good financial plan yeah. is it puts you in the driver's seat. So you kind of get to choose what you're going to do. It's not that you're not going to still do stuff. But there's just something I think it's the American dream, American independence in us that we we're going to do it, but we want to have the choice. <laughs> right. And that's that's the beauty of retirement or working in retirement. You know, a lot of people want to keep working part time, uh, but they want to do something that they feel benefits. They, they're going to do something that benefits their community, uh, like working as a patient advocate or a teacher. Uh, and that fits the bill. I mean, you know, we all want to make a difference. And I think that's great. And and I here's another cool thing, Tony. Have you ever thought about working as a tour guide? Ah. And, you know, this is a really for clients that I know who are passionate about travel and have go-to destinations, but national parks, historic sites, you know, it's really fun to have a tour guide. And I can tell you, we just went this summer down to Tulum, Mexico. 
and we were going to, you know, walking in and, and we were standing in the line and, and they kind of said, well, do you want the tour guide? And we were like, yeah, maybe because we don't speak Spanish. Most of us, you know, the, the father-in-law with us did speak. And Tony, we got this tour guide that took us through the park. And it was like this whole other level of experience that we wouldn't have had had we just kind of walked through and looked at the sure. roots. Huh. And Tony, this is a thing that people do in retirement. Yeah. Especially like, do you know, Tony, I know lots of like um, Civil War buffs and battlefield, oh, yeah. you know, military yep. history. And and we have so many national parks that exist out there and, and you can get licensed to be a guide at Gettysburg. Wow. For example. Be cool. Yeah. And yeah. And I've cool. noticed I've done, I've been to some of those historic sites back when I, I lived in Nashville for a while. Um, my wife and I lived there and uh, there are a lot of like civil war sites and old, you know, there's a lot of historical sites in and around that area, Tennessee. And um, when we'd go to them, like you, you, you go to Jefferson's home or, you know, Hickory, uh, uh, old hickory they call it but uh the the tour guides were seniors in almost mm-hmm. all of these places and they were loving it some of them were dressed up in character you know period yeah. and they seem to really enjoy it so they're not only making money they're having fun they're meeting people uh so i think that that's a great idea well and so you can actually visit the national federation of tour guide associations and i'll say it slowly oh, wow. it's nftga.com I'll say that again, nftga.com. So there's actually certifications that you can do for this, Tony. So if this is a passion that you have, but you're a little nervous because you're like, well, I don't know how to do that. Guess what? They'll teach you. Wow. That's awesome. It's been a great show so far, too. I mean, obviously, so far in the show, you've nicely detailed how uh, retiring doesn't always mean you have to be done working or even want to be done working. Uh, What do you have for us next? What's another idea? Well, there's just so many ideas, Tony, but here's another cool thing is if you don't want to like be a tour guide or something like that, there's a lot of national park opportunities and think about it just like in the summers or you just go for a short period of time. A lot of these places will have lodging or free hookups if you have an RV and then you can do things like be the hotel clerk or work at the gift shop or do different things like that that will let you park your RV if you're traveling around and, and have that hookup. And then you get to be involved and do a little thing where you get to, especially for those um, type A, type A or, or uh, extroverts that want to just have that human contact. Sure. You know, what a cool thing to just be a gift shop worker. You get to meet a lot of different people. Awesome. So, so that was a cool idea just to, if you're traveling out and looking at these parks, you can make a little extra money and, and it all works together. Um, so that's, that's kind of like the, the national park theme. But then here, Tony, I find there's a lot of people like to feel like they're giving back. Yeah. And when you start looking at working with youth, with the teens, and one of the cool things is with the sports, you know, uh-huh. of being an official yep. or a referee or, or looking at how do you, there's lots of sports organizations, high school sports, you know, governing bodies. There's a lot of ways you can get involved with helping grow that next generation. Yeah. Yeah. And I see that a lot too. When, when my kids were a little younger and in sports uh, in high school, I mean, I still have one high schooler, but even younger, like the, uh, the community uh, sports league, um, they were in soccer and some of the refs were 
you know, retirees and uh, or uh, some of the like in the cross country ski team for our high school, uh, they have volunteers. And some of the volunteers were like, yeah, I was on the high school, you know, cross country ski team in the 60s. And now I'm now I'm here helping out. So I think that's a good one. I love that. Well, and and Tony, I can tell you, this is something where I feel very passionate about is. I have people that I talk to that say, well, you know, my kids are grown or I don't have kids, so I don't want to have to support the schools. And I am emphatically against that. Tony, I think kids are part of our community. They're yeah. part of they're part of who supports us as a whole. Yeah. I don't have kids, but I have lots of nieces and nephews. And I always support the schools because raising a good generation of kids benefits the whole community. Sure. And, and I, I really feel passionate if you have an inclination to do this. It doesn't matter if you have kids or grandkids giving back and, and finding a way to help shape and mold the kids to become the best people they can be. That's like, why would you not want to do that? Yeah, I think that's great, Tara. And you want to have a positive impact on kids in your community. This is a great way to do it. I've heard there's uh, shortages of sports officials uh, for sports, like referees and things like that. Uh, there are many ways you can help out, too. Uh, you know, the coaches always need some help. So, uh, you know, a lot of times they're volunteer parent coaches in a lot of these community and youth leagues. So that's a that's- good one. That's a good one, Tony. And then another one with kids that's really a good one is tutoring. <laughs> so, you know, there's always a need for that. And, you know, and tutoring, it's about the whatever subject, whether it's math or reading that they're learning, but it's just that opportunity to be a mentor. And, you know, cause kids, kids and parents sometimes need a break from each other. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, and, that happens. And, and it's nice to have another adult positive adult figure in a, in a child's life to help tutor and, and to, to make that give the parents a little bit of a break. And then, you know, it's as frustrating as it is, I know for parents when, when someone else tells, tells your child to do something and the kid's like, Oh, well, how come you never told me that? <laughs> <laughs> right. It's sometimes it's just that outside person right. that can really help make a difference. <laughs> well, yeah. And uh, tutoring is something that uh, could be tremendously rewarding as well. I think helping a kid who may be struggling with math slowly gain more confidence or, uh, you know, if they do that, thanks in part to your work, that's a good feeling. It really is, Tony. And then here's another great one um, is part-time childcare. And I can tell you that there is yeah. always a big need for that. And if, especially cause like, I know like with my mom and my dad, my dad really liked the babies. And once they get to be teenagers and talk back, not so much. Whereas my mom was the opposite where she took care of the babies, but she really liked them when they could talk back. And so babysitting, there's always a great niche for that. Especially I think as an older person for those, the smaller children, People would look for that because you it's it's really hard to hand your child over, especially your baby to somebody and go to work for the day. Yeah, that's and tough. You can be that trusted person who has, you know, maturity and understands things that can be a great way that you can give back, make a little extra money and kind of control your own schedule. Yeah, like a 67-year-old babysitter is probably less likely to get distracted by Instagram or uh, their boy, a boyfriend uh, than a 15-year-old babysitter, right? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. 
that's a great example. On the phone with their friends or whatever, uh, be it boyfriend, girlfriend. You know, I think it's so funny. But and and for a lot of retirees, maybe they don't have their own grandchildren. Maybe they don't have any grandchildren, and they mm-hmm. but they love kids and they raise their kids, so they have experience. So I think it 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 was uncommon, but I think it's becoming more common. I, I've heard of that. So. I think that's great. What what else do you have for us? Well, then the next thing, Tony, is for animal lovers to, ah. to have a great side hustle is a pet sitter or a dog walker, for example. Ah, and yeah, and I, I can tell you every time Chris and I travel together, Tony, we have to have someone come take care of our horses. Yep. And, and we are so lucky because we have a neighbor right now who can do that for us because the horses just stay right here at home and she just comes over to the house and she's able to make sure they have the water, you know, make sure they haven't hurt themselves, give them a few treats. And, and it was it was hard, Tony, because we went through a period of time where we didn't have someone we could trust. Oh, that's to tough. And with horses, it's even tougher because people don't you know, the average person doesn't have any experience with horses or a lot of folks Mm -hmm. like they probably do with cats or dogs. Right. Uh, Right. And, you know, as the the horse owner, I don't ever want someone to get hurt. And so you just to have someone that has a little bit of knowledge about how to take care of the animals and and make sure that, hey, you know, I should probably call the vet or, yeah, they're probably okay to make those kind of decisions. Yeah. And and you can make some good money. And then, of course, we also have to feed the cat, right? Because the cat always comes. And our, and our pet sitter, she, when she comes, she feeds the horses and she says, she's like, your cat, after the first day, she's right there just meowing away at me, telling me where to go and hurry up. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, cats are hilarious. They're just, uh, they're crazy. So we have cats and dogs and we had a rabbit and guinea pigs. Uh, so. <laughs> And of course, on my parents' farm, there's lots. They used to have horses, a llama, two goats, chickens, always chickens. So, right, right. Uh, but but yeah, it's funny you say dog walking, and as a job for seniors, uh, for people who are retired or retirees, whatever their age, if you're retired, you could do dog walking. You get exercise. It's a double whammy. You can go for a walk and walk some dogs. Uh, and you, mm-hmm. I just picture that movie scene of the New York dog walker who's got all these little <laughs> dogs that people in New York have as pets and like 15 leashes and the dogs are leading, dragging them up along the sidewalk <laughs> of the big yes. city street. So, well, this has been a great conversation, Tara, but we're almost out of time. Is there anything else you want to add for our listeners before we have to go today? Well, Tony, the big takeaway from this show is I really want people as they're planning for retirement to realize when you retire, you're probably not just going to want to like hit a, hit a wall and then everything stops. You're probably going to want to figure out what do you want to do? And it's a good time to take some time and explore and, and feel feel your way. And so you know, do a little pet sitting, maybe do a little babysitting, maybe do some teaching because you'll figure out what it is that you like. And this is part of a good financial plan, Tony. And this is what we talk with a lot of our people about. We, you know, a lot of people think financial planning is just looking at your 401k and rate of return and what's the best mutual fund. And that's part of it, but that's kind of like the smaller part of it. The larger part is to go, okay, do you have the holistic picture in play? Are you protected so that you're not going to have one medical event, you know, drain your nest egg? Do you have mentally something that's interesting when you retire so that you're going to be interested in life and enjoy your retirement? Have you taken the time to look at your nest egg and say, how am I going to do a little travel and not run out of money? So it's, it's like these bigger questions that are involved in good financial planning. So for the folks listening today that are really interested, Tony, to have that holistic look to make sure 
that not only have they grown a nest egg, but they've covered those, filled those gaps and holes in their retirement plan. Give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. And that's 719-210-4242 for people who want to just make their money work for them so they get to enjoy it. That's awesome. Well, great show today, Tara. And uh, that's a great point. Listeners, that does it for today's episode of Nolan Financial Radio with our host, Tara Nolan. Join us again for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Take care and we'll talk with you next time. Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at TaraEnolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.